This is Amanda from Disney Junior, and you're listening to the Mouse Capades podcast. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic, I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. Happy Hump Day. We are halfway through the work week. This is Nick, and I'm here with Vicky, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. This is episode 355? 54. 54, 54 Victor. and we're going to be giving you the latest Disney news, rumors, and some history. But before we do, we always like you to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney. And I'm looking at their website right now, Vixter, and you're looking at me for the go. Yep. I have an article up here by Mandy Middleton from Walt Express Travel. 12 Disney secrets that will make your next Disney vacation magical. And another article by Vanda Bean, new magical experience coming to Disney World in 2019. There are a lot of changes coming to Disney. One was just dropped just a couple days ago. Go ahead and check them out. WaltExpress.com. Hey, Bixter, and maybe some of our listeners have already seen this, but, you know, looking at some of the news this past week with Disney, something kind of weird happened, and nothing really surprises me anymore, Bixter. So when you told me to go look, you know, hey, Nick, go check something out. Go see if you can find the latest dish on Disney because oh, it's yeah, huge. Oh, yeah, you would find it. It's huge. You're going to find it. When you read it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So I had to get back on the web and start looking. I'm shocked, though, my phone didn't just notify me. I usually Big my news. phone right. Usually my phone will ding and notify me of, of things like this, especially something like this that happened. But boy, I, some people, and especially this person, forty-seven years of age, think they'd be brighter than this, right? Is this what we're talking? Are we talking I don't about know. the same? I'm waiting to hear. I'm uh, waiting to hear if it's the same story. A cast I'm member about. about a cast member? No, I don't know this story. Uh oh, we have. Wait a minute. Two different stories. So the 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 news article that you saw that you told me to go seek out this isn't it this no with the lion king guy no but i can't wait to hear about it oh my gosh well i can't wait to hear about yours the puppet master for uh disney's on broadways the lion king was arrested what was arrested uh after a 3d printer was found I i guess in the office and it was printing out a 3d gun Oh, I thought you were going to say money. <laughs> oh, what, 3D money? No, I thought it was going to be printing out money. I didn't oh. hear the 3D printer. Dude, if 3D, if 3D printers could print out money, I think I think everyone would be doing it, right? <laughs> the printer, okay, so here we go. The printer was spotted in the theater's prop room by security personnel. 
who alerted the authorities. Now, this person, I'm trying to pronounce this person's name, Isla Vet. Let that ro- roll right off your tongue, Isla Vet. Sounds like one word, Isla Vet, but that's two words. That's the first and last name, Isla Vet. Oh, Isla Vet. I think okay. it's Isla. I L Y A. I. Ilya. 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 Okay, now I'm looking at this. Yes, you're right, Ilya. I don't know why I was thinking of it. It's all good. I was thinking I L A, not I L Y A. Vet, 47, was reportedly using, or excuse me, losing his job and collecting his things with security present when the printer and the unfinished gun were discovered. So according to this article, this guy was already losing his job. He's being escorted out. That is when the, apparently, according to this article, the 3D printer was discovered along with the gun that was in process of being printed. So he was in the process of printing a gun that we don't know what he was going to use it for. Right. According to the police report, Vet said that his workshop was too dusty, like his own personal workshop to print this, right? And so he thought he would bring in the 3D printer to work to print the gun as a gift to his brother. This sounds fishy. So anyway, Vet was, uh, let's see here, was uh, done up by police just right last Saturday night. And let's see here, he's going to have an attempted criminal weapon possession charge. An attempted weapon. Right. Because <laughs> it wasn't now, quite created. Would this be... Uh, where is the Minskoff Theater? Is that in New York? Let's take a look at that, because I know their gun laws are, like, insane. You know, because if it's a piece of plastic, it's a piece of plastic. You know, if you don't have all the parts to the weapon, by law, it's not a gun. Like, if you take a gun apart and you right. have it in your car, by law, you don't have a gun in your car. For real? Even if it's in pieces? And you if can you put have, it together? If you have it in pieces all over the place. That doesn't seem right, because you can put it together and make a gun. Well, at that point, I, well, in Missouri and most states, it's considered, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, we have lots of police officers that listen, but from what I've learned in my own carry and conceal class, you're going through states that, you know, don't allow you to drive through their state with a carry and conceal weapon. If okay. you take the weapon apart, right, they can't do and it. have it in multiple locations, then it's machine pieces at that part, at that time. Well, that's it's, true. It's that's not, technicality, though. It's not a gun. This is a piece of plastic, Right? So I don't know where it was at in its development of the actually being a so-called a gun. Right. Um, and I'm sure we'll have people from California respond to. Um, their gun laws are insane as well. Let's type, let's uh, let's go ahead and look at them. Minskoff Theater. That is really interesting, Nick. And it's only because I watch too much uh, like CSI and Yeah, it's in, it's in New York. Maybe I should know this already. I have no idea. I've never been to New York. I've never been to a Broadway People are probably screaming at us You're saying, Minskoff, you don't even know where that's at. No, I don't recognize that name. And it's I in New York. Shows. So we have a lesson learned here, Vixter. Never print a 3D weapon at work. Well, <clears throat> I do want to tell you, even though it's a plastic gun, I still think that they can have charges for him because this is what I started to say. Maybe it's because I watch too much uh, TV like CSI, Criminal Minds and stuff like that. But one of Brad's favorite movies is, I'm trying to think of the name of the movie, but there's a bad guy in there and he... Has. That really narrows it down. Okay, be quiet. It's They're trying to shoot the president in this movie. That really narrows and it so, down. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's totally out of my head right now. It's Renee Jeez, Russo. Jeez, now that you just said that, we're totally red flagged. Thanks a lot. It's Rene Russo. I don't know. Anyways, so the guy makes the gun out of plastic so that he can get into the event. Sure. Where the president is. So he might have said he was making it for his brother, but how do we know he was making it for but his But as far as I know, though, the Supreme Court just ruled on this not too long ago. You are free to make plastic guns, like from 3D printers. If someone wants to create one from a 3D printer, it is well within our constitutional right to do that. Mm, someone's going to have something to say about that, though, you know. So I don't know. But I know up in, in New York, though, their gun laws are insane. 
They yeah. need to be. People be getting shot. Just walking. There's so many people in the street. You, you could take out. I mean, you're Come walking. Come on. Okay, we're not even going to go there. There are so many okay. people. Okay. Anyway, so this guy's printing off a 3D weapon. Can't be doing that at work, people. Just can't be doing this. You should and be I, printing a 3D gun off anyway. No, well, it would... Let's, come on, it'd be kind of cool to say, oh, I printed a... It would be kind of cool to be like, so what'd you do over the weekend? Oh, I just printed uh, my new handgun over the weekend. It's not like, as cool as saying, I printed a heart today, or lungs, or a liver. Okay, let me re- rephrase this. <laughs> <laughs> you are right. I'm just being a boy, right? Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. But okay, print a little 3D army man. I never thought about it. I've seen those on medical shows. See, I watch crazy television, but... But you can't put a plastic heart in someone. No, you can't put a plastic heart in yeah. But they did put a liver and they made something else. But anyway, that's another thing. But they, they printed a 3D... Well, I know... You, wait a minute. I think you actually can. Don't they use... Yeah, then they... They 3D it. print organs. Yes. Okay. And they did some kid's spleen. I mean, it was... I mean, that was television. I don't know if that's accurate. I didn't watch a medical show. I watched Grey's Anatomy and... Well, don't bring Chicago your... Chicago Hospital, whatever it is. Just don't bring your 3D printer to work. And if you're going to... Don't print off a gun. Common sense, people. Do you have a 3D printer, Nick? I do not, but it'd be really neat to have one. Yes, I wish I did. I, well, I'd be printing off a whole bunch of 3D figurines of, of Disney Star figurines. Wars. Oh, uh, well, yeah, that's Disney. But you know, like all you know, I grew up watching all these animators create during the Renaissance, and all the animators had these cool figurines with with their you know the main characters with all different face expressions and poses and stuff. Right. And I'm thinking that's what I'd be printing. You know. You would be broke because you. Would I would them. be. I know. I would be broke. <laughs> All right, so kids can celebrate Halloween at Disney stores every Saturday in October. People in Missouri, I apologize. I don't think that we have a Disney store left in here. I think that we, the one was wait a the, minute. The Galleria is still there. Chesterfield, did that go away? Uh, Chesterfield's pretty much a ghost town. No, the the, out, the outlet mall. Oh, there's one at the outlet mall. Uh, well, you keep talking. I'll okay. look it back up, and I'm pretty sure we still have one. Well, I, anyways, kids can. You have to make a reservation though. So every Saturday in October from one, at 1, at 2, and at 3 o'clock, kids can stop by and have a frightly, frightfully fun haunted Halloween party party with the Disney cast members. And guests that are invited, or excuse me, guests that are attending will receive a free Mickey Mouse pumpkin light-up wristband. And they're just reminding you again, you need an RSVP, so you need to call your local store to find out and get an RSVP because I'm sure it's going to be well attended. And these Halloween... Halloween events are for guests ages 3 to 12 and they're only doing 20 participants per hour at each Disney store and it says they're also going to be giveaways so that's why they need you to RSVP and events are subject to change and cancellation without any notice oh here's your sad news Nick events will not take place in outlets well so yeah this is the St. Louis outlet premium outlet mall yeah we still have this store still open it closes tonight at 9 so we well we have one here. I just meant this is not, it says the outlets don't get to be a part of that. That's sad. I'm sorry, Missouri people. But anybody who's not listening that's not in Missouri, if you have a Disney store nearby, check it out. Go to the Halloween party and let us know how it was. Yeah, call our store here at six three six seven seven eight one three eight four. Tell them how awesome Mouse Pays Podcast. <laughs> tell them Vicky sent you. Get <laughs> of course. Tell them Vicky sent you. It's always my fault. So what's the story? Oh, first off, though, you're talking about Halloween. Did you hear that Disneyland, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween parties, all been sold out? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah, all been sold out. And it typically is out there. But well, they uh, don't have as many as Disney World, right? They have, oh, they have plenty of shows out in out in Disneyland, but Disney World. I mean, Disney Disneyland is just really you got a lot of people out there in Anaheim, you know? Right. 
So it's, it's just different. I thought Disney World had more dates available. So Disneyland, you, it's really, I mean, you have people that live there and also travel there. But I mean, Disney World's a place where people vacation at. It's, it's a completely different mindset. But what's the story you were talking about? Because I'm really curious. Okay, so don't shoot the messenger. Now, this isn't, this is not, this, like, this isn't the not one I've reported. Story. No, I can't believe you didn't find this story. I am too. So give me clues. I told you it had to do with let's politics. Play some, let's play some blues clues here. I said it has to do with politics. Has to do with politics. And ticking off some people. Like a party? Yeah. Of people? Mm-hmm. Like left versus right? Kind of, yeah. Okay. What else? One more clue. Um, politics. It was done within Magic Kingdom this weekend. Do not tell me a flag was burned. No, no. A man went so- into the park and found somebody else that is a party or agrees with our current president. Right. He had a 10 foot by 6 foot banner and 10 foot by 6 foot. So he had it rolled up. Mm-hmm. Okay. In a backpack. Okay. And I guess he just went around and found, he didn't start recording until after he found this person that was going to help him do the deed. And they climbed up the train station because people were starting to leave because this was the night of for a not-so-scary Halloween. Okay. So there were a lot of people departing the park, and that's what he wanted was big attention. Sure. And they each took a side of the... Rolled it out and then probably clipped it well, to the railing. Well, it was on the, the ground. Okay. It was on the, they had it on the ground because if somebody would have seen what it said before it started hanging over the train station, I think that they would have already been in trouble. Okay. So they hang this sign over so that they can get all this publicity. People are taking videos and they're taking pictures and they're either clapping or they're yelling and screaming. It pretty much divided the um, visitors. Do you have any idea what it said? Probably something about our current president. Yeah. It said, reelect Donald Trump 2020, make or keep America great. So most of our presidents have been in for two sessions anyway. I'm just, I thought it was, I'm sorry. I thought it was funny. But apparently it's causing a big riff. I say leave it. Don't don't bring that stuff into the Magic Kingdom. Well, but he was doing it because he said he was upset that they didn't want, because of the whole presidential, um, the pres- Hall of Presidents. What about it? Remember, they didn't want to open it. They didn't want to put him in it. And that was a big, we talked about it for months on this podcast. Well, it's not that, who's they? Well, uh, we talked about it on here. Right, but who's they didn't want to bring him into the Hall of Presidents? You talk, like referring to as Disney? I don't think it was Disney. They were having all those people saying, and then they were going who, back and forth. I, know, who's I don't know who's who they? they was. Whoever it was in the articles that we were reporting. So remember, it was his office was late to respond to Disney and give him a recording. Disney responded out to him and said, hey, we need your recording on, right, this, but originally, on the script. There were people and writing. he never sent it in. But there were people writing a petition. Oh. Yeah, so there were there were guests that were saying, Correct. "Keep them out, keep them out." And so this, I was trying to, I was just trying to ask who who, who they were. I don't, I mean, I don't like, know. Were they guests? Was it the was it the the political office or was it Disney? I, You're talking about the guests. I don't know. If Di- I think Disney was listening to them, and that's what we were talking about on their show was that you can't have you need to be on both sides. You can't that that's not a place for politics. That Disney is magic. Disney isn't right. Yeah. I mean, it is. Don't get me wrong. Right. They've had their hand in politics since day one. Right. But I think, uh, my own opinion, I'm sick of it. I care less at this point. Just leave it out. I just thought it was really interesting. Um, He he probably had it up there for 
I think he timed it. I think he said it was about 45 seconds that before security came up and told him that he was going to have to get rid of it. And they asked him to leave the park. They didn't escort him out, but they did ask him to leave. So he literally went through the under the train station part, through the little, what do you call those, walkways, and rolled up the... The tunnel. Yeah, rolled up the banner, changed his hat and his t-shirt. What, came back in? And then went back in. Yeah. He should have just zip-tied it to the top of the train station. They would have thrown it away. I think he wanted... He said he was going to do it again. I didn't see another posting. This was on uh, YouTube that I saw it. So some listeners, and maybe you're thinking this too, Vicky, you know, I sit here and I say, leave the politics out of Disney, but yet we have Hall of Presidents. Right. That's history. That's not right. anything political. Uh, anyway, exactly. Very, very interesting. That guy's got big kahunas, by the way. Well, he said he was going to try to do it again at the other parks, but I thought it was pretty smart of him to... Uh, bring a change of clothes so he can go back in and use his uh, ticket or whatever. Interesting, man. Uh, Let's see here. Walt Disney World, and you heard this also, listeners, introduces date-based ticketing pricing. Yeah, I did see this article. It wouldn't load on my phone. We knew this was coming, but uh, beginning on October 16th, 2018 of this year, people, this year, so this is just a couple weeks right around the corner, Walt Disney World single-day and multi-day ticket uh, tickets will be priced by the date guests intend to visit. The multi-day ticket pricing will be based on the arrival day. It goes on to say, when ready to purchase their tickets, guests will use a new interactive online calendar, which will display the different pricing based on the dates and the guests choose to visit. So before, it never showed you the difference in, in pricing. Now, you'll be able to go on and see the calendar and see that, hey, there's different prices for different days based on during the week you- or the weekend. Now, so if you come in on a Saturday, then you're going to pay seven days of Saturday pricing? Seven days of Saturday pricing? Like if you go from Saturday to Friday, they're going to oh. charge you how much it is on a Saturday? Because Saturdays and Sundays are more money. I know that from pricing. Yeah, but these- to my, from what I'm reading, it's it's based on how much it is for that day. So if Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday are the same price, but Thursday, Friday, Saturday are on a different price, right? Right. You'll combine both prices. I thought that's what they were doing because I've been pricing out trips for next year is it already in fact on the computer it must be i'm just now they're actually going to be showing guests let me go through here so it says okay the, we already said the, the guests are going to choose to visit or will choose what day they want to visit it goes on to say the calendar will state a specific time period when those tickets will need to be used by the calendar will also allow guests to see the lowest price days within the month that they select okay there will also be flexible date options at an additional charge it says that guests can choose as well. So this goes on to say over the years, Disney has char- has changed their price to reflect a higher single day price. This is the first time that guests will actually have the opportunity to view the individual prices. Okay. All right. Now, the system itself, I've gotten a little bit more essay on it. Uh, Disney just had a webinar and on their webinar, it showed the travel agent website and, and, and the guest, I guess the guest site. Right. And it looks the same. It's just, I mean, you're not clicking different buttons or anything it's just more information is being shown on the screen correct so there you go they still have not released the military park hoppers military salute pass though i'm waiting for that to drop and as soon as that drops i got another trip to book so anyway the one for next june no february you're going in february I'm now going in february does your wife know yep i hadn't what? heard oh yeah i'm going for taking my dad this time and my brother from colorado you are? Yeah, I convinced him to finally come out. Are you going out. President's Day? Yes, actually. <laughs> We're going to be going out there. I'm sure those tickets will be higher. 
Yes, so they will. We will uh, be heading out uh, right before then. I think uh, that. Well, I can't officially say this during the week. I'm, on the weekend through President's Day. Oh, okay. So Walt Disney Studios names new vice presidents of marketing. As Disney prepares for their release of the 2019 film lineup and the debut of their streaming service, they named Ryan Stankovich and Martha Morrison as senior vice presidents of marketing. And those are both women, by the way. Uh, Ryan is becoming a very popular name for women. I'm finding out or I'm realizing that a certain time they started naming girls Ryan. We have a girl at church that's named Ryan now. And this is that popular in the 80s? I have no idea. I don't remember that. I know Ryan has always been used for a boy, but I didn't. Want, I just was letting you know that these are two women. And according to Variety, Walt Disney Studios has promoted Ryan Stankovich and Martha Morrison to senior vice presidents of marketing. And their decision was announced uh, last Tuesday. Stankovich will oversee the Marvel Studios and the Lucasfilm movie marketing. And Morrison will be focused on the Walt Disney Animation Studios and Pixar uh, Animation Studios films. Both of them will handle Disney's other live action film projects as well as lead global campaigns for Disney theatrical productions like The Lion King that you were just talking about in your Mm. lead story. Trying to find Ryan on... Nope. 80s most popular 80s names I just did a control F for Ryan did not make the list I don't know, I don't know. spelt R-I-A-N oh really mm-hmm. okay All right. well I know what, the girl at church has two N's on the end of hers but Ooh, I thought this was two interesting N's. yeah Ryan because that's what I called her Ryan she goes put an A at the end of it she's like my name is Ryan and Ryanna like, yeah there you go Ryanna Let's see here. I talked about the 2018 Mickey's Halloween Party at Disneyland being completely sold out. Naples Restaurant, Pizzeria in downtown Disney there at Disney in Disneyland in Anaheim. I've been there. An amazing place. It's like Via Napoli over in Epcot, but different. Anyway. The same, but different. It, it, it really is. I mean, the pizza, it's, you know, oven baked. Is it from baked. Sicily or is it from another part of Italy? Dude, I, I, I couldn't tell you Sicily or Italy. It's t- two different places. I have no idea. I, I want to go have pizza there. This has nothing to do with what you're talking about, but we do squirrels all the time. I want to know what their pizza really tastes like. Because you got the people that want the big, chunky Chicago kind. And then you got the people that say what, what they like. What, over in Italy? Yeah, I want to know oh, what it's amazing. It's is it more hand tossed or is it more? Oh yeah, it's more. It's more like baked bread, you know. Oh like, okay. Like a baked, like baked bread with a whole bunch of cheese melted on top with with meats and things like that. It's but it's not like Chicago style where it's like no, a cake. No, 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 no. It's it's like I mean you have and it, it doesn't really come in a shape. It could be oval. It could be odd shaped, you know, and it kind of juts out on one end. It's just it could a, look like a buffalo. It's just bread baked, and it's. I don't know how to describe it. It's oh, not okay. like it's a perfect circle. Okay. It's not like it's a perfect square. You'll have to make it for me since you're and, Sicilian. And the bread, I mean, well, I, the bread's great. I mean, authentic pizza is, is really, really good. The, the pizza there at uh, Naples is amazing as well. It's really good as well. But they're doing renovations, and Disney has released some pictures of what the upstairs is going to look like. And it looks really neat. If you had not had a chance, listeners, go ahead and check them out. The restaurant itself is still open, but... Construction continues, Vixer. Early morning magic lets the guests experience Toy Story Land without crowds, which we've talked about this. They've started opening Hollywood Studios up a little bit earlier so that people can just enjoy Hollywood or Toy Story Land, which I understand is amazing. I know you're going to give me lots of pictures and uh, information when you're down on your trip. And I believe you're down to like 16 days or 17 days. Something. My kiddo is so peeved at me right now. 
Well, I can't believe you're going without he him. He keeps telling me. Oh, he can't either. Trust me. I hear from him. He keeps telling me you're going to explore um, Toy Story Land without me. You're going to go exploring without me, Dad. I can't believe you're doing this, Dad. Like, just laying on the guilt trip. Good for you, Colin. Keep it up. Keep it up. Anyways, so the early morning magic is $79 plus tax for an adult, $69 for a child. And there was somebody was asking this person, do you think this is worth it? And so he was breaking it down and he said, you have to think of it for the fact that if you were going to eat an early morning breakfast somewhere in Disney World, a a good breakfast, you're going to probably pay $30 to $40 on Disney property. So really you're paying about $40 to get in for that extra hour and a half in the Toy Story Land, just experiencing it as much as you possibly can. And some of the cool uh, dishes that are available. Interesting because these didn't sound like dishes that you would find at Hollywood Studios normally. Uh, Mexican corn chiquilos and eggs in a bowl. Uh, shrimp and southern grits. Fried chicken and cinnamon sugar French donut bowl. Breakfast charcuterie pe- platter which has got salmon in it. And then a smashed avocado toast and egg plate. So they have these foods available and that's part of your breakfast that you get when you get into the park. Um, the only thing that I would say is eat the breakfast quick or don't eat the breakfast there so that you have the full hour and a half to just ride the rides. Um, To me, that would be worth it if I could just ride the rides as many times as I could, especially Toy Story Midway Mania. I love, 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 love love that ride. And uh, I never get enough time. That's why I like, that's why I bought the Wii game so I can play it. (laughs) That's right. They do have a Wii game, don't they? It's fun. It's. I mean, it's not exactly the same, but it's a lot of fun. Do you, like, put yourself in a spinning chair and have your I family don't. spin you around? No, I usually stand no? up. Actually, the Wii is at college now, so I haven't been playing it lately. Oh, all right. Did you talk about the conservation station, Rafiki's Planet Watch, last I week didn't, but I ago? shed a few tears over I this last night. I thought maybe we talked about this before. Have we not? I don't think so. I talked about going there, and I got you to finally take Colin there. We didn't talk about the rumors swirling around that it's going to be closing its doors? No, I didn't know anything about it. That's why I was upset last night or Sunday night when I was typing my notes. All right. So cast members of both Conservation Station and Rafiki's Planet Watch were told the other day that the locations would be closing permanently on October 21st of this year. Correct. The characters who have meet and greets in that area of the park, Dr. Stuffins and Rafiki, they're going to stop appearing on September 29th. Correct. So in just, what, uh, four days? Well, they said they're hoping, but nothing was told to anybody that Rafiki will be moved to another part of the park. He will be. Uh, But Doc McStuffins, she's only at Hollywood Studios as of now. And so you can see her at Hollywood Studios. So if your kid likes Doc McStuffins, that's where you're going to need to go now. She's still over there at Disney Junior, and she's over there in the uh, Hollywood and Vine. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, I did see that this week, Nick. I was really sad about it because I remember when I came back and told you, Joey found this train and we rode this train and we took it to Rafiki's Planet Watch. And then Aaron didn't know why you had her take a train because you didn't let him go to the Rafiki's Planet Watch. Well, this is why, because all the other husbands were doing the same thing. It's shutting its doors. Oh, well. No one. It was it was hidden. Like, you wouldn't know it was there unless you looked on a map. But I also think. In its defense, that's what made it unique. Well, there just was cool like, stuff back there. Just like Tom Sawyer Island, you know, in Magic Kingdom. They had those non-domesticated and domesticated animals that the kids could pet. Yeah. 
and you got your picture with Rafiki, which is I not was a just too very lazy often. to get off when it came down to it. It was, well, it was a little bit of a walk, dude. I, I just sat there, and Aaron's like, "What's this?" I'm like, Nothing, honey. <laughs> and we just kept. Going. It's time to go back, dude. Now I'm feeling a little guilty. The trip is over. I know, and now you're gonna have to go get your picture taken uh, with him. Oh, you'll be there in time to go get your picture taken. So go over there. Yeah. And. and Go there and, and take show the, Colin what he right, missed. What he missed and what Aaron missed, and have him even more peeved at. <laughs> yeah, good job, Vicky. Anyway, you talked about Disney and ABC. Let's, oh no, we didn't. The the hurricane relief. No, I didn't talk about that yet. Mm-mm. ABC owned television stations raise a million dollars for Hurricane Florence. Pretty cool. Yeah, awesome. Um, is that that's sudden gone? Right, Florence is gone. It's. As far as I know. Is it broken up yet over the Atlantic? Because it kind of shot back out, didn't it? Right. But I haven't heard any more about Florence, but they've been watching closely because it is that season. Do we have any others that are coming right behind? Here, I'm going to pull up my radar real quick. I I don't know if I'm always watching. I'm always watching the storms coming down towards Florida as well. I know. You guys are craziness. But this is the time of year for hurricanes. And I know from when I lived in North Carolina that you have to be careful and keep an eye out. Because I was a naysayer, I should say, when I first moved there. Because I live in the Midwest. Or I grew up in the Midwest, I should say. And I was not familiar with hurricanes and did not know you could miss school for a hurricane. I just thought that was crazy. Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> there is one already brewing. Look at this. You can see this. Can you see that coming off of the coast of Africa? Yep. And what's its jetting name? Jetting right over. Check it out. You can see it swirling already. And what's its name? See the arms? I don't know. This doesn't tell you the name of the hurricane. Well, we know they're alphabetical, it. so it has to be past F. I have no idea, but this thing is swirling right over Venezuela right now. Venezuela, sorry. Wow. Um, Approaching Cuba, I guess? Puerto Rico and Cuba? I didn't see anything. We watch the news every day, so... I mean, it's still a few hundred miles out, but... It's headed our direction. I'm looking at it. It's very slow. So I wonder if this thing's going to gain okay. speed. This thing better be said and gone by the time you're going to be down there during hurricane. Look at that! Look look at that! Look how much energy! Look at that! Oh my gosh, it's not even. It went away. There we go! Look at that! Look how far that stretches out. Awesome audio. They can't see it. I know, right? (laughs) It's spinning around. Just imagine your computer when it won't work. (laughs) A lot of a lot of yellow and red and green going on. (laughs) So the new Ralph breaks the internet trailer. Poster cast and plot details were revealed this week. Uh, The sounds of Rick Astley, Walt Disney Animation Studios, has released a new trailer for Ralph Breaks the Internet. In addition to new scenes, we got a glimpse of some new characters. We met the fierce and fun crew of the racers and from the online racing game Slaughter Race, as well as the proprietor of the Dark Web's Apothecary. What's that race called? Slaughter Race. Slaughter? Like slaughter. Like, like you're going to slaughter someone? Yep. Like a got sheep. It. Okay. As well as the proprietor of the Dark Web's Apothecary, Double Dan, who has a second head called Little Dan tucked into his neck folds. This does not sound like something kids should watch. Vanellope befriends a tough and talented driver in an intense online racing game called Slaughter Race. This sounds a little bit more violent. I can just see her saying, Slaughter Race. Let's go. You know how she talks? She's a cool so, character. So, uh, they released the names of the are the the voices of the cast. I don't. I think recognize. it's gonna be awesome. And now they have Wreck It Ralph there at the Void, which at, I'm gonna go check out. Where Disney Springs, the Void. Oh, really? The virtual reality experience. Oh, you did tell me that. I would love to do both, but I'll probably end up doing the Star Wars. Of course. Was there any doubt in any of our minds? Uh, Walt Disney World. You done there, Victor? Yep. I don't want to cut you off. Walt Disney World announces Pixar Place retheming. 
picks and our place. Yes. Okay. I'm yeah, with you. I thought we've talked about this in the past to kick off the year. There are a lot of changes coming uh, to Walt Disney World. We have, let's see here, the Move It, Shake It, the new Move It, Shake It, Mouska Dance It. Say that. Mouska, Mouska Dance It. Be careful. Street Party. I know. Mouska Dance It. <laughs> Street Party. You see all the kids trying to pronounce that one. Say that. At the Magic Kingdom Park, um, let's see here. It's, we're going to have Mickey, Minnie, and all their pals right in front of Cinderella's Castle. Let's see here. They're going to be singing to Mickey Mouse Club songs. The Dapper Dans and other entertainers on Main Street USA. At the Magic Kingdom Park will sing songs in honor of Mickey and Minnie. They're already there anyway. Limited. So this is limited. Time, magic, entertainment, and other experiences will pop up periodically throughout the Magic Kingdom Park. Okay, whatever that means. The Incredibles are coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios. As Pixar Place receives a transformation into Metroville City Block, at the end of the block, a party will be held in honor of Mr. Incredible and Mrs. Incredible and Frozone to celebrate their super deeds. And a door to the Monster World will open inside Walt Disney's Presents, where guests will have the chance to meet Mike and Sully from the Pixar's Monsters, Inc., We also have to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Walt Disney Pictures, The Lion King at Disney's Animal Kingdom, along with Timon and Rafiki and the Akuna Matata dance time dance party on Discovery Island. All right. So Lightning McQueen, another one, Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy is set to roll into Disney's Hollywood Studios in spring of 2019. So coming up and this new show experience saying guests will come uh, face to face with Lightning McQueen and learn from his years of experience on the track, yada, yada. All right, so you're going to be able to have... You're going to meet Lightning McQueen and Cruz Ramirez. Oh, okay. Anyway, they're moving some stuff around. Right. Yeah, they they seem like they're doing that now that they got Toy Story Land open. They got to get things moved out so they can get Star Wars Land completed, I think. Yeah, they're refurbing all that stuff over there. I'm anxious to see what it's going to look like. I mean, they're doing some, some work and some construction work, not refurbing. Sorry. Well, Kaylee's but, sad because we can't redo this picture that her and Joey have done for the last three years uh, on Pixar Place where the little um, overhang was. It said Pixar Place. Yeah. One time we were there with a, one of the Disney photographers, cast members, and they had them face each other and like look, stare each other down or whatever. And it was a really cute picture. So for the last two years, they've relived it, but... It will be under construction, and they will not be able to take that picture. Do you get a cast member to take the picture, or you take it yourself? The, the last two times, we've taken it ourselves. But um, it was really funny, uh, because in one of the pictures, there's actually two of them, but in one of them, Joey didn't know they meant stare Kaylee down, <laughs> and he stared down <laughs> at the ground. It's, he's, they said stare down, and right. so... Joey's looking at Kaylee, but he's looking at the ground. Like, his face is towards Kaylee, but yeah. his eyes are down. Now, is this over by the stairs right there, where you go down the stairs towards Pixar Place? It's, it's when you first enter in Pixar Place, right after you pass what used to be One Man's Dream, which now Walt Disney right. presents. Okay. Yeah, it's that metal overhang. With, it was like a gate. Yeah, I was talking about. Or whatever. And uh, she's like, that's closed. I guess, you know, we won't be able to take that picture. So Iger talks Star Wars, Slowdown, Streaming, Roseanne, James Gunn, and yeah, one I, Marvel. Yeah, I, I have this, yeah, and on alcohol in Disneyland. I didn't know about that, but he Ooh, was once again, one. as we're all shocked, in Hollywood Reporter's list of most popular people in entertainment, he was named one of the top 100. And so on Star Wars Slowdown, he said that he's taking the blame for the timing of the Star Wars movies, as he says it was his decision, and he expects some slowdown, but they will continue making films while being more careful about the volume and the timing of it. And I thought this was interesting that this came out because the news people or the radio people were talking about this, 
that people aren't that enthralled with Star Wars movies because we used to have something to look forward to. Like you, you had to wait a year for the next one or you had to wait two years. Well, you do have to wait a year right now. Right. But they were coming, like some type of Star Wars thing was coming out every six months. And so the hype was not there and it didn't do as well. And then one of the guys on the show is a big Star Wars fan and he was saying they should have, Han Solo should have been the one that, you know, blew it out of the water and he didn't think it turned out, it made as much as he anticipated in his mind that it would make because he's a Star Wars man. He used to have all these pristine characters that in their packages from when he was a little kid and he recently sold them on eBay or something. Anyways, on the future of X-Men, it only makes sense for Marvel to be supervised by one entity. There shouldn't be two Marvels. On streaming, uh, Disney service will be a quality play with enough volume to provide a good value. That's what he said. He sees Netflix as a volume play with a lot of quality. On earnings, Disney expects to see a decrease as they transition away from existing licensing deals and invest in the streaming service. He also says that Disney's board supports this as the transformation is required for a long-term success for Disney. And it's the right thing because he's playing the long game and not the short game. On politics in ESPN and the new head, ESPN head, Jimmy Pitaro, believes that ESPN ventured too much away from sports and towards where sports is societally how do you say that word? Society, tally, or politically, he believes previous ESPN head John Skipper had recognized this as well. He believes that Pitaro had brought back some balance in the new ESPN as far as politics at ESPN. As far as Roseanne, he was involved in this decision to fire her, which he says was completely unanimous. Which they're offing her by overdose of opiates, right? Is it? I don't know. I believe so. You, I, I wouldn't be surprised because the ending episode was she had pills hidden places so okay. that she could take so it I read, pain. So I read a headline, opiate overdose. Okay. That's how they're going to off. Well, I mean, it makes sense because then they don't have to show a body or anything. I mean, I'm trying right. to be ugly, but if she was in the hospital or something recovering and then she didn't make it, they'd have to show something. Then on James Gunn, he said the decision to fire him was brought to Iger and he supported it. He has not second-guessed the decision at all. On selling... Oh, here's where you go. On selling alcohol at Star Wars Galaxy Edge, we have to be careful. We don't want to let people drink and then go on Autopia. Yeah, Autopia. The car ride. And then it's... No, I know. And then he said... And then he laughed about it. Yeah, so he even says that, you know, Walt probably had a nip or two in his apartment at night. But, you know... I don't want to see what the big deal is. Just sell the alcohol. Who cares? Uh, Disney World. <laughs> Disney World. It's sold all over the place. Uh, you know, in my opinion, we didn't get a Disneyland in St. Louis over alcohol with a Gussie or uh, Augie Bush, excuse me. Right. Augie Bush and Walt, just two people that butted heads and it ultimately came down to a decision they got in an argument over alcohol and they both went their own ways. And uh, there you go. I, I Here we go. Alcohol's a a thing now in the news with, with Disney yet again, but go ahead, who cares, right? Somebody's gonna get mad about it, but let's see here. Did nobody's you, ever happy. Did you check out the new medals with the Run Disney? I did not. Uh, Run Disney's 2019 uh, World Marathon weekend. They came out with their new medals for let's see here, the half marathon, the full marathon, you know, the Dopey and the 5K and the 10K. Really cool. I'm gonna go ahead and give these over to you, Vixter. Go ahead and explain to our listeners what you see there. Now, the Oswald 5K one looks really cool. I need my glasses. I'm just kidding. Um, well, do you want... I have this. Would this be better? I think the images are a little, sure, little larger. Colored copies. I, I don't... Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, check out... Is that the Dopey? Yeah, the Dopey, the Goofy, 
Oh, and, and the cruise line one as well. Let's go ahead and check that out. Here you go. Sorry. Go ahead and check that out. The Oswald one, though, is my favorite. And that is the 5K. I could definitely do that one. And that medal would be one of my favorites. Check that. Check out the Oswald. So, I like this one. Which one is it? Mickey. I guess it's for the kids. It's one's for the kids race and one's for the adult. Uh, Mickey's like, I'm assuming this one's for the kids, where Mickey's like jumping in the air and his arms are open. Like, woohoo. Yep, like, it does say kids like, on yay. it. Like, yay. Yeah. And then Mickey's with Pluto. That's really cool. And this one, it doesn't... The Dopey Challenge, of course, is Dopey. You gotta love him. Goofy Challenge has Goofy. What is this one? What did you tell me this one was on the right? Where's it at? Where, the right for the me. cruise line. Oh, that's a, yeah, it's a cruise line. <clears throat> I just... It has had a ship on it? Yeah. Cruise ship's on it. Do you see it? Do they run around the cruise ship? No, they dock and then they get off and they run. So they run... Do you know if it's here in the States or do they run on one of their dockings, the one of the places they stop at? No, they stop and, and get off and run like oh, okay. like you would stop for an excursion or something like that. Oh, okay. Pretty cool. Let's see here. You, you failed to mention though Iger on his, what he had to say about John Lasseter when he was asked. Oh, I didn't have that in my report. So he was asked about John Lasseter and his absence, his long time absence and Iger completely refused to even talk about it or go in detail about John Lasseter. I find that, I do find that interesting. Just completely refused to even talk about it. Which led people... to get blamed for doing it. Which led people into talking about the whole Me Too, Me Too movement. Gotcha. And, and it led into some conversation there with Iger. But Iger expressed, um, you know, his support for the victimized workers and stressed that the same standards must be set company-wide. Wow. So, we're we're not being told the whole story. There's a lot that happened. Oh, I don't here. think we're ever told the whole story. There's a lot that happened here, and you know, Disney. You know, Gordon Iger. You can tell they did the right move. They're they're holding these standards, but then also just completely refused to even talk about it. So maybe he's actually sad about it. Let's hope. Who knows? Well, we don't we don't know what happened though. Right. With John, like what he did or did not do. No, no, no. I just mean maybe he's actually sad that. Lasseter's leaving because he knows maybe he's his friend. We don't know. I mean, we just don't. Sad about the whole situation. Yeah. Of well, what happened. I'm sad every time I see the news and I see something else that happened and you're like, what are we doing, people? Wake up and let's fix this world. Right, 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 right. The All Plaza right. Restaurant at Magic Kingdom is now going to offer breakfast. I'm sorry, Nick, but not until after you leave this time. You yeah, I to- saw this. So beginning in November, they're going to be offering breakfast. They'll have like eggs and bacon and sausage, but they're going to have lobster Benedict. I'm sorry. That sounds amazing. I love eggs Benedict. So to have lobster on it would be phenomenal. And and I've said for years, Disney really needs to step up their breakfast menu, their choices and and the quality of the breakfast. You know, I, I don't want powdered fake eggs. I want real legit eggs and not microwaved bacon. I want real bacon. You know, you want it fresh off the griddle, right? I mean, I mean, having like breakfast over at Ohana, over at uh, Ohana, Ohana, yeah. I don't know how they cook it back there, but I mean, it tastes like microwaved bacon. It tastes like at Ohana. You don't think so? Uh-uh. It doesn't taste fried. Maybe they bake it. We bake ours at home, so maybe that's so, why I so didn't do notice. We. So we bake it as well at home. It makes a big mess, but it's much easier well, in yeah. the oven. Yeah, it's not as greasy though either. Yeah. I also have you ever grilled bacon on the gr- on the grill? I have it not, but amazing. my friend said, yeah, that's what my friend said. Best, yeah, best. Bacon. They have like a little griddle. Sorry, thing we're totally make- off right now. <laughs> we're hungry. But, right, we really, really are. Um, <laughs> but even like the eggs over, are, you think the eggs are real? 
I think those are fake eggs. I don't think they're fake eggs. I don't know. Brad's pretty picky about his eggs. His eggs and his cereal. You keep talking. I'm going to look it up. I got one more story for you before I hang up my hat. How many you got? So you're looking things up yeah. while I'm reading right okay, now? Okay. What do you? How many stories do you have left? So I'm trying to find out because you did do a couple of them. So I'm trying to find out. I'm right, trying to look here. I got one on the Disney minivan. Is that the one you're going to talk about? I'm not. Okay. That is not. Do you not have it? Uh, the minivan. I know. I figured right. you were going to read about it, right. but I have three more. I think so. Go ahead. Three or four more. All right. So I've been, I reported on this already, Nick. We talked about how Princess Tiana in the Roth Breaks the Internet had an original skin tone and then people were upset about it. Yeah, what's going on now? So according to a report from Wall Street Journal, they have reanimated Princess Tiana with the original tone for the appearance in the movie Roth Breaks the Internet. Says Disney recently faced criticism for lightening Prince Tiana's skin tone and for narrowing her nose. The criticism came not just from the fans online, but it also came from Color of Change. It's an advocacy. <laughs> I'm not being able to talk. I'm sorry, people. An advocacy organization that focuses on issues of racial representation. So Disney worked with the Color of Change as well as Annika Nani Rose, who voices Princess Tiana when making the revisions to the new film. And so Princess Tiana became the first and only black Disney princess with the release of The Princess and the Frog in 2009. Tiana, along with the rest of the Disney princesses, will be featured a small role, as you, you've seen this already because we looked at it before, in Ralph Breaks the Internet when they're meeting with Vanellope. And that movie comes out November the 21st. I can't see anything where it says anything about fake eggs, so I guess they're real. Uh, so I thought they were... Maybe their chickens don't taste the same in Florida. No, no, no. I don't. They're just, they're, they were just too fluffy to be real, right? You never had a good fluffy egg? <laughs> no. Seriously? I, a big fluffy egg. They just, I don't Not know. Not even when you cook them? What, what do you mean? Like. Because I, I can make eggs like that, fluffy. Okay. Well, yeah, the Ohana eggs are huge and they just seemed a little too, too good to be true. Let's go. <laughs> let's go ahead. We're going to, yeah, move we're along here. We're going to end the egg conversation. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to move us along. Disney's minivan drivers opposed joining a local Teamsters union. So according to the Lando Sentinel, they're saying they're they're opposing to, to join the Teamsters union because they're, they're afraid they're going to lose uh, their seniority and they're going to be forced into the te- Teamsters pension plan. So there, there are other organizations, or excuse me, other uh, groups that are part of the Teamsters union, like characters and the bus drivers and stuff like that. Oh, but okay. Minivan drivers apparently want to stay out of it well I, they must not foresee any issues i guess not so the know. first one happens but and then they'll be ready to join i know right so that's usually how it works out. all right so that's, we've, that's all i got what, what do you have there? this is my last okay. one so we've talked tons about mickey's not so scary halloween party and nick went last year he was lucky to get to be able to do that well so this guy was doing this article on it and we've talked so much about a lot of stuff about it i didn't want to rehash but somebody asked him in there before he went to the mickey's halloween party for the very first time hey about how much candy you think you're gonna get so you get a ton after, right keep going through the line tim and i each got a full backpack full each no i know candy. you showed me and i saw what you dumped on your bed you sent and me a we picture. couldn't bring it back it was just too much weight so, so we left it in the room you're crazy people uh, so this family that went with the person who wrote the article or whatever, they took like backpacks like our kids. Yeah, yeah, that's what we had. A and backpack. they said and each backpack filled. had 20 pounds of candy. In yes. It. No, yes. I know. You told me. It and is I, insane. But I'm saying that for the listeners, if you were doubting 
if you were getting a good deal. Well, you're getting your money's worth, I think, in candy. And it wasn't the cheap candy. That's what they wanted to know. It wasn't Smarties and Now or Laters. Not that those are bad, but it wasn't cheap candy. It oh, was no, the Milky Ways Snickers, and the Three Milky, yeah. It was the m and So if you keep going through the same line, we had a guy, like cast yeah. member Timmy. Yeah. Who was just spotted. No, he... Where was he over at? He was over at... Uh, the, the first time we went, he was over by Tom Sawyer Island. Right. And the second time, he was over by Splash Mountain. So, basically, same area of the park. Right. So, anyway, we kept going through. Kept making the loop for about 30 minutes. And he just kept filling us up. But he was giving us more than just a few pieces. I mean, he was giving us big, huge handfuls. He was hoping to be done for the With night. both of his hands. Well, they, they wheel out these barrels. And the barrels are filled with candy. You know, they don't care. It's not their awesome. candy. And he even said that. He's like, I don't care. It's not my candy. Here you go. Here, you want 10 cups of candy from this Yes, bubble? I will. Yeah. So, cool stuff. That's all I got, Vixter. Why don't you take us back? Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So, if your imagination is ready, here we go. September 26, 1953, Walt Disney phones artist Herb Ryman at his home on this Saturday morning to inquire about the possibility of Ryman drawing some overall concept sketches for a new theme park. Walt's brother Roy is to leave for New York on Monday to meet with possible investors, and although Ryman isn't a Disney employee at the time, he agrees to meet with Walt at the studio. And when he arrives um, at the Disney lot, Walt is anxiously awaiting, of course, I can picture this because of uh, Saving Mr. Banks, the work that Walt and Herb will do together over the upcoming lost weekend will help define the yeah. of Disneyland. It was the weekend they they created their map. That's Lee gave us all the yes. the information on that. So he is the master artist and teacher and later an imagineer for Walt Disney and he'll have a career spanning more than 50 years as a production designer, art director and illustrator at many of the top Hollywood studios. Wouldn't you love to have his did you say he was an imagineer? Yeah, that was one of the jobs. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Wouldn't it be cool to have the original drawing that original map printed onto the original map printed onto wallpaper that'd be cool so you could put it in your room you know I was gonna before I go on you made me think of something because you said that of Lee that I wanted to add to today's show and that is that Lee was telling us that he wished if he could if he could go back in time for his one of his wishes from the wishes show he would have said he wanted to go back and meet Walt and talk to him in person hey we'll meet him one day right Which, what a cool, we'll meet him one day what a cool thing to be do like, hey Walt um, I had a great time in your park <laughs> September 27th, 1993, at Epcot, the Listen to the Land Boat Ride and the Tomorrow's Harvest Tour, both located in the Land Pavilion, since the park opened at ni- in 1982, closed. Listen to the Land was will reopen in December of 1993 as Living with the Land with a new thunderstorm opening scene, musical score, and ending. And Tomorrow's Harvest Tour took guests on a tour behind the scenes of Listen to the Land, which must be what you're talking about, um, Keys to the Seed. Or what did you say you wanted to do? Something with the seed. Behind the Seeds. Behind the Seeds. So over there living in the land. It used to be Harvest Tour, but then it changed over when the name to the actual ride changed. September 28th, 1938, the Fanta Sound surround system to be used in the theaters for Fantasia is first tested. It's an early stereophonic sound process developed by a sound engineer by the name of William Garrity and sound mixer John N.A. Hawkins. Garrity had taken separate recordings of each orchestra section and mixed them to produce four distinct audio tracks, which are then recorded as optical tracks on a separate reel of film. The four tracks 
effects will derive some 54 different speakers positioned around a theater while showing Fantasia. That sounds like a lot of work. Not yes. That, not that it wasn't worth it. I mean, it was a good movie. I just mean, wow, what a lot of work to do for that. September 29th, 1998. Nick, this is one of your favorites. The popular Disney barbershop harmony group, the Dapper Dans, they appeared on an episode of Home Improvement. They appear as the flannels singing a rendition of the Tool Time theme song. That is awesome. I know. I want to go on YouTube and look up that episode. I will pull it up. Keep going. September 30th, United States President at the time, George Bush, and his wife, Barbara, visit Epcot Center. President speaks in the American Gardens, and he says, Everything here at Epcot Center reminds us of the vision of the man who conceived this amazing place as an exploration of community. Walt Disney once said, The greatest moments in life are not concerned with selfish achievements, but rather with the things we do for our people. And he was right. That creed brings us together in this extraordinary place, sharing this extraordinary day. We celebrate the American spirit, the greatest natural resource of this, the, the greatest nation in the entire world. We celebrated in front of the taboo of American heroes, tablet of American heroes, as, as printed, our 575 points of light. We've honored them for showing the better angels of our nature, for volunteering to help others in their own communities. And later in the day, the president will speak again at a luncheon in the Grand Harbor Ballroom at the Yacht and Beach Club in Walt Disney World. So pretty cool. October 1st, 1960. Dixieland at Disneyland is held for the first time in the Anaheim, California park. You want to guess the price for that in 1960, Nick? The 19- Dixieland, Disneyland, uh, Dixieland is at Disneyland for the very first time in 1960. How is much it below $20? It, it is. Okay. Severely. Okay. $8? Ooh, less than that. Oh, really? Yes. Six. Four fifty. Oh, wow. They really? Were- Mm-hmm. Wow. They said that the guests were entertained by six different bands throughout the park until one o'clock in the morning. Groups that were there included Bob Crosby and the Bobcats, Joe Derensborg and the Dixie Flyers, Teddy Buckner, the Elliott Brothers, the Disneyland Straw Hatters. That's my favorite, by the way. And Dick Cathcart. And the last thing for this week, and I filled you up with news, Nick, is October 2nd, 1983. Can you believe it's October? Actually, you probably can because you're leaving soon. <laughs> Epcot holds... Yes, I can't wait. <laughs> Epcot holds a groundbreaking for the Living Seas and the Morocco Pavilions on October 2nd, 1983. Morocco eventually opened in 1984 and the Living Seas didn't open for two more years in 1986. Wow, Nick, that just made me think of something. (laughs) That means that they must have filmed Full House not long after it opened. Or maybe they filmed it before it actually opened to the public because... Well, I think, wasn't it there? Uh, Dude, I don't know. I'm not going back online real quick to look, but I think it had just opened and they were showcasing it. No pun intended, but I mean... No, no, no. I got it. But They're on Full House. It was like being showcased, you know? like I didn't realize that it was brand new. Of course, I had never been to Disney World at that point. So that's why I'm saying. Pretty interesting. Well, that pretty much wraps it up here. Listeners, as always, thanks again for downloading our show, The Mousecapades Podcast, the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. Go ahead and hit us up on social media. You can go ahead and find me on Instagram, Mousecapades underscore Nick, and uh, should accept you right away. If it doesn't, I'll go ahead and accept you, but I think I have it defaulted to where it just accepts anyone. Let's go ahead and check me out there. Don't forget to check out our Twitter feed, Mousecapades Pod, and Facebook, The Mousecapades Podcast. If you have a question, comment, or be the next guest on the show, go and text us 407-674-0414 or email us mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. If you're looking to book your next Disney vacation, go ahead and contact us as well. We'll get you that free, no obligation quotes. Go ahead and email us, travel at mousecapadespodcast.com 
Net. Be sure to listen to Friday's show as we will be listening to some of the questions that you've sent in. If we haven't already sent it back to you already, because some of you guys needed speedy responses for things that you were going to be doing. So sometimes we respond to you, but then we use it on the show too, because somebody else might have that same question. But remember to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for all things Disney. And as always, Nick and I would like to thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. I think it's about that time, Vixter. Peace. And love. Have a a magical magical day, day, my my friends. friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.